life is busy, and sometimes it's hard to get everything in, including this walk. If you struggle with this, my sponsor, Factor Meals, can help. And in just a moment, I'm going to tell you how to get 50% off at factormeals.com. Every meal is fresh, never frozen, and they only take two minutes. Meals like artichoke and spinach chicken with roasted zucchini and tomato butter. This one was one of my favorites. And it was ready in two minutes. No shopping, no prepping, no cooking, no cleaning up. It's getting warmer. The weather is an invitation to head outside and walk more. You don't want to be inside making meals. Head to factormeals.com slash walking50. Use code walking50 to get 50% off your first box plus 25% off your next month. That's code walking50 at factormeals.com slash walking50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. When you're out walking, it is important to stay hydrated. And it's important to have water that is healthy, that you actually want to drink. And can I tell you how much I love my AquaTrue water? It's amazing. By the way, in just a moment, I'm going to tell you how to save 20% off at AquaTrue.com. Are you aware of the research by the Environmental Working Group that indicates virtually every home in America has harmful contaminants in tap water? Well, the AquaTrue purifiers are able to remove 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and are specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAs in your water supply. My sponsor, AquaTrue, comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, and today you'll get 20% off any AquaTrue purifier. Just go to AquaTrue.com, that's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com, enter the code WALKING when you check out. That's 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com and use the promo code W-A-L-K-I-N-G. Today, I want to talk about the power of 8,000 steps. Welcome to Walking is Fitness. This is a podcast of action, providing a little extra motivation to help you keep that fitness promise you made to yourself. Hi, I'm Dave. I started walking for fitness in 2013, still take an intentional fitness walk every single day. I'm walking right now, and I would love to have you join me for the next 10 minutes saw a really interesting study the other day. So years ago, and I don't know how how many years ago, there was a, a researcher who was looking at the link between exercise and length of life. And they wanted to know, this researcher wanted to know, what about people who can't walk every single day? What about people who only have the time the energy, the inclination to pursue fitness on the weekends. They walk for exercise, but they only do it on Saturday and Sunday. They only do it two days a week. What benefits, long-term benefits, are they getting as opposed to someone who is exercising every single day, walking every single day? And maybe, maybe this is you. Maybe you're only able to 
find the time to create the space to take an intentional fitness walk on the weekends. Your Monday through Friday life, your Monday through Friday weekday schedule is such that taking a daily walk just isn't practical, just isn't working out for you. But you get to the weekends, well, that's a different story. So on Saturday and Sunday, you're able to carve out time for a walk, maybe even a longer walk. And so this researcher wanted to know what are the long-term benefits of a couple of walks a week. So someone who is just walking two days a week intentionally for exercise as opposed to doing this every single day. Okay, this is interesting. What am I seeing on the other side of the lake? Is that deer? I think so. There's a bunch of them. It is. I'm sorry. (laughs) So it's early in the morning. And I'm walking along the wooded trail, which is one of my favorite places to walk. And on at the end of the trail is a lake. And on the other side of the lake is a paved path where you can walk. And it's early in the morning, as it tends to be when I record these podcasts. And I just saw a group of animals... And I'm still seeing them, and I think they're now seeing me. And they're on the other side of the lake, and there's probably five of them, and they're deer. Which, when we lived in Maryland, was really not that big a deal. Because there were deer all over the place. But here in Myrtle Beach, that's probably only the third time I've seen deer since we moved down here almost two and a half years ago. Never, never see them during the day. And there were like five of them. Pretty cool. Well, at least at least for me it was. All right, so where were we? We were talking about those who walk two days a week and the long-term benefits. And perhaps this is, this is you. And they discovered that the magic number is 8,000 steps. That if you can walk 8,000 steps twice a week you're going to lower the risk of an early death. And it wasn't an an insignificant, wasn't like, well, you you lower it by 3%. It was over 10%. And of course, that doesn't happen in a vacuum. There are causes. There are reasons why people die early, to use the language of the research, whether it's heart disease or cancer or the impact of diabetes. They didn't get into specifics. They didn't This research didn't say that you lower the risk of of these particular diseases and illnesses and causes of death, but simply you lower the risk of an early death by 10%. But, you know, we're recognizing that that doesn't happen in a vacuum. There are reasons for that. So even a 8,000-step walk twice a week, and you're making an investment in your future health. And I think this has several applications for you and for me. Number one, it just reinforces the power of what we're doing, that walking for fitness has an impact. It has an impact today, how you feel. It also has a pretty significant impact on your future self. You're investing in your future health, and it doesn't take 
a lot of walking for that investment to, to pay off. You don't need to walk 10,000 steps every single day. Although I should say there is research indicating that if you do that, there are some pretty great benefits, long-term health benefits for doing that. But not everybody can. Not everybody can, which is the point of this research. It's a reminder that what we're doing has an impact, a pretty great impact, potential impact on your long-term health. Of course, there are no guarantees. And by the way, I'm not a doctor, not a licensed personal trainer. This podcast is not specific medical advice for you or even specific exercise advice for you. It is entertainment and it is educational. And so I want to make sure that we're clear on that. Next takeaway on this research is that your fitness commitment, your promise, your fitness promise doesn't have to be consistent through the week. And I don't know if you've ever considered that. I don't know that we've ever even talked about that. You know, recognizing that your schedule during the week, Monday through Friday, is most likely going to be different than it is on the weekends. And it's perfectly okay to have different fitness promises. And maybe during the week, you just can't. You just can't find a way to make a daily consistent fitness promise and fitness habit. But on the weekends, you can. And so go for it. Or maybe during the week, you can do 10 minutes a day. I can take a 10-minute walk before I head out for work, but that's, that's all I got. That's great. That's fantastic. But then on the weekends, you can do more than 10 minutes. And here's research saying, you know what? Perhaps on the weekend, your fitness promise is 8,000 steps a day. 8,000 on Saturday, 8,000 on Sunday. And so that would be taking a longer walk and listening to more than one episode of Walking is Fitness. So one of the takeaways is the recognition that our lives, most of us, they're different on the weekends than they are during the week. And so why not have a fitness promise that reflects that, that reflects that difference? And take advantage of, you know what, if I can walk a little bit more on Saturday and Sunday, I'm going to go for it because there are advantages to that. And so I'm going to do that. And so you have a different fitness promise for the weekends than you do during during the week. And then the third takeaway, if you are just getting started, if this is a brand new commitment for you, if you've just discovered walking as fitness, and either you're exploring the idea of making a commitment to walking or you've made that commitment and you're just getting started building that fitness habit, building that fitness capacity, and a 10-minute walk is where you are, and obviously you're not getting 8,000 steps in 10 minutes. The takeaway there is, at times, fitness can feel overwhelming. You feel really great that you've gotten started and that you're moving forward. But then you start looking around at what others are doing or maybe even hearing research like this. And you look at what you're doing compared to what you feel like you should be doing, and there's a gap. And that gap can at times feel discouraging. And I don't want you to be discouraged. I actually want you to to be encouraged that the next step isn't 10,000 steps every single day, but maybe there are two days a week as you're building your fitness capacity, where you're stretching it out just a bit, where you're going a little bit longer. And so that should be encouraging because, again, this research isn't 8,000 steps every single day. 
It's twice a week. Twice a week, 8,000 steps. Has a pretty significant, pretty important long-term health benefit, potential health benefit. And so as you're getting started, keep that fitness promise low, but maybe look for opportunities as your fitness capacity grows where you can go a little bit longer. Thanks for walking with me today. I'll be back tomorrow. That's my commitment to you. I walk every single day, and I would love to have you join me for another 10-minute walk. In the meantime, I hope you have a great day.